Welcome to 15 Minutes with Friends. I'm Ryan Corey, and I am so excited to introduce you all to one of my very best friends, Brian Bogert. Brian, how are you, brother? I'm great, man. How are you? I cannot complain. First ever podcast. I have no clue what I'm doing. So uh, thanks for agreeing to, to do this. And I... One of the one of the reasons I wanted you to, to do this first, not not only because I think you'll forgive me for all the mess ups I'm going to have, but the the second reason is because I just love your story. I want other people to know your story. So give us like sixty seconds of that. Yeah. So you know this story begins with uh, my mom and my brother and I heading to our local Walmart to get a one inch paintbrush, and as we walked out of the store and we're headed back to the car. I was ahead of my family, got to the car first. And when that happened and we were parked, a truck pulled up in front of the Walmart and the driver and middle passenger got out. Passenger all the way over to the right, felt the truck moving backwards. He moved over, put his foot on the brake. Instead, he hit the gas. Combination of shock and force threw him up onto the steering wheel and the dash. And before we knew it, he was barreling 40 miles an hour across the parking lot right at us. We were in an end spot. He went up and over the median. He went up and over the tree in the median and hit our car. And I was for my mom to unlock the doors it threw me to the ground ran over me diagonally tore my spleen uh, left a tire track scar on my stomach and went on to completely sever my left arm from my body and this was a 110 degree day in the middle of august here in phoenix so we know that that parking lot was 125 or 130 degrees Jeez. so i'll abbreviate the story um for the purposes of 15 minute format but what i will tell you is that I experienced a lot of those post-accident years in a fog and my parents did not. So their heightened awareness through unceasing medical treatments and years of physical therapy is ultimately what saved me. My parents sacrificed countless hours of their own comfort to strengthen me. And it wasn't until far later in life that I realized that they gifted me something far beyond the function of my arm, whether intentional or not, they were carving into me a habit and a way of living. I learned to embrace pain to avoid suffering. And I, I just love that because you took that, and that's what you are doing seriously every day for others. And, and it's been a couple of years now, a few years that you've repeated this kind of mantra to me about uh, embracing pain. And at first I thought that was like totally weird until, you know, I, I really took in your full story and understand how you operate. So what does it what does it mean to you to embrace pain other than like the actual physical getting run over by a car. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely not just getting run over by, by the truck, but you know, the world has defined pain to be all encompassing for all types of pain, regardless of intensity or duration. And so we tend to further clarify or define the word with adjectives such as acute or chronic pain. And I just believe that this approach is wrong. Um, pain can include any sort of, uh, sort or intensity, but should be limited duration because pain is classified as short term a direct response to a defined cause and resolved once healing takes place. So chronic pain implies that healing never occurs. So any type of pain that's unrelenting and persists over longer stretches of time and continues even after that underlying cause of pain is resolved, what we usually refer to as chronic pain should actually be referred to as suffering. And often in our lives, suffering creeps up without awareness. So pain gets lots of attention because when it occurs, while the unrelenting nature of suffering is muted by our adaptation to it, we grow numb to its effects, 
often until damage is irreversible. And pain itself is subjective. So it cannot be measured independently of the person experiencing it. So this makes drawing definitive conclusions about pain difficult with one exception, Ryan. It's a universal human experience. So I'll give a couple of examples, right? We can avoid the discomfort of hitting the gym before work to lay in bed for an extra hour. And then we end up with unpleasant aches and pains from our sedentary lifestyle. We can avoid the pain of having that crucial conversation with a colleague. Then we must endure a damaged business relationship no amount of conversing can repair. We avoid the tantrum of our child is sure to throw by taking away their mobile device at the dinner table. And then we end up missing hours of meaningful connection that we'll never get back. And so it goes on. So when we look at all of these things, right, we can embrace the pain of a difficult conversation with a spouse to avoid a loveless marriage, ultimately ending in divorce. We can embrace the pain of, of making good financial decisions to ensure that we've got the financial security necessary to provide for our family. We can embrace the pain of not going out and partying and doing crazy things in our early 20s to really embrace the pain of the grind so that we avoid the suffering of not actually reaching our potential or our level of success or those types of things. So we can really draw this correlation across all the spectrums in our, in our life, but it's really about how do we shift and recognize that pain is actually really crucial in our pathway to success. Uh, and we've got to break this cycle by combating our tendency to avoid pain, which, by the way, was something that was useful when it avoidance to a natural evolutionary response to physical danger. But instead, we need to lean into it for long term benefit. Yeah. And, and I, I want to draw that out because that is that is so important that uh, I, most people, when they hear pain, there's an immediate connection to some kind of physicality. Right. But yep. but that what you're maybe talking about even more is looking at it relationally, looking at it from our own personal human potential, uh, that this isn't, this isn't, you know, getting, getting punched by a dude, which is a terrible example, but it's all I could think about. It's, <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's the figurative punch that continues to just like beat you down in, in these kind of relationships, uh, or cut, you know, conversations, careers, so like, um, so all of us, any one of us right now, there's some kind of pain points that are triggering us in our lives, right? Like, how do you, uh, in, in the Brian Bogert companies, as you work with really high level, uh, you know, corporate leaders, how do you coach them? How do you share with them to walk through this every day? Is there like a process? Is there a cheat sheet? Can I have it for free? Can we do it in two minutes? Yeah, so we'll get there. I'll, I'm, I'm going to hit on one thing, though, because I think it's interesting because you're exactly right, is we need to redefine how we look at pain. And everyone is telling you, the world is telling you how to avoid pain, shut off pain, reduce pain, eliminate pain. And I'm telling you that's just flat wrong. I'm telling you that we need to embrace pain. But the key is to embrace the right kind of pain. Um, and so when we really look at this, we don't even want to admit that suffering exists, especially when it's a direct result of our choices. Um, however, the unavoidable precursor to change is acceptance. So we've got to recognize the state of things um, and we need to recognize where we want to go. I think there's really three critical steps to embrace this whole concept. And the first is to acknowledge the suffering that you wish to avoid. And that sounds a little bit crazy and backwards, but essentially that's the opposite or inverse to all of the things that are important to us in our life. So once we're clear on those things that are important to us, our purpose, our passion, the reason for living, the things that give us energy that want to drive towards us, our major crazy goals, who we identify with, right? Suffering is essentially going to be opposite of that. So, you know, we want to maybe provide our family with a whole bunch of experiences around travel. Well, 
if we don't ever produce that in our life, embrace the pains necessary to provide that lifestyle and those experiences for our lives, then suffering exists by not having it. Um, the second step is to identify the pain that you tend to avoid and learn to embrace it, right? So I'll use a personal example here. I have chronic pain and suffering that exists in my back if I don't do the things that are necessary to take care of it, which is staying lean, working out, eating the right foods. Well, reality of it is, is when I was doing that in the right case, the logical conditioned way that we approach that is, well, go to the gym, right? Well, reality of it is I don't like big gyms. I don't perform well in big gyms. It's not my environment for success. So you've got to know yourself and you have to know your enemy. So yeah, in my case, yeah. I needed to know that whether, whether, whether it was the pain of weight training that I avoided or the anxiety I felt in that crowded gym and that kept me in that self-defeating pattern of not doing things. So as you know, Ryan, I built out my own gym at my house over the course of five to eight years because I knew those were the things I needed to do to make myself successful. The third thing is really that we have to establish choosing pain, embracing pain as a habit to avoid suffering in all areas of our life. And a lot of times we know that all the experts in habit formation tell us that there's an upfront energy tax. It's going to take more of a drain, but we're looking at it wrong. Instead of a tax, we should be looking at this as an investment because what we know is the more regularly and the more consistently we do these things, the easier they will become and the less energy it's going to take. And so we have to get really clear on what's important. We have to understand what are our roadblocks and really be able to remove some of those roadblocks in the way and recognize the pains we need to embrace. And then we really have to establish this as a pattern and a habit in our life so that it compounds over time. I love that. I, I just, I, I love that you take this really complex thing because at, at any point, any conflict is really pain, right? And so you take this really complex thing and break it down into like daily disciplines that, um, that we can just take with us. And so how do you like, it's easy for me. I mean, I can, I can call you and like, that's what this is about. 15 minutes with friends is about you sharing what's clear and important and unique to you so that other people can be like, I need to call that guy. I need to get, get in touch with that guy. But how do people kind of get some more info? What are you sharing out in the world that people can reference and say, oh, this is what Brian Bogart's about? Yeah, so I'm going to hit on uh, two points quickly before I answer that question, but they're leading me down to that question. I do really want to recognize that um, there exists great benefit to pains and discomforts with the caveat that one must choose to acknowledge that benefit. Growth is the product of these undesirable moments should we choose to see them that way and so sure the old adage what doesn't kill you makes you stronger is antiquated but it's also a challenge of perspective because it calls us to see our struggles and our pains through a lens of meaning and so i want to start there because it's really important for us to recognize that like this is really just a complete shift of perspective yeah, and then absolutely. often one of the one of the most questions that i get most common questions i get is exactly what you just asked me Brian, you know, how and where do I start? Can I get your help? Like what, what resources do you have to kind of help me do this? And so the reality of it is, is yes, I have that. Uh, what I want people to do though for a second is just to take a step back and I want them to picture a day when they no longer worry about the future, but know that they're embracing the pains necessary to accomplish all that they want in their life. I want them to picture a day when their friends come up to them and say, I've never seen you this free, calm and confident. And I want them to picture a day when they live with no limits and are reaching their full potential. And so whether people are feeling like they have no idea what to do and feel completely stuck, they need a slight tweak or they're well on their way to becoming who they are, uh, this free offer is for them. Um, and they can go to nolimitspreludecom 
to get a cheat sheet that really walks people through those moments of clarity and a real introspective process to get clear and recognizing what is the areas of suffering I wish to avoid, which again is the inverse to all the things that are important to me to accomplish in my life. And it begins the roadmap to really be able to recognize what are those pains I need to embrace on a weekly, daily, quarterly, annual um, perspective. And then it really gives you a lot of those tools that are the foundation of the work that I do with my coaching clients. So again, it's nolimitspralude.com. Go to that website. Uh, you can get the free download and this will get you off to the races. So uh, something sticks out to me um, in, in what you said before about the gym, especially. Um, is it true that you built out a home gym because you were tired of being embarrassed that I lift more than you? Uh, well, you and I have actually never lifted together. And so it's all hearsay <laughs> and I don't have video proof of any amount of weight that you've lifted. Um, and if you're, you know, desire to jump into my arms when we're traveling together, thinking that I'm strong enough to catch you, right. It just leads you down that path. And sure. Ryan, that's exactly why I built it out. Um, <laughs> you know, as, as you, I'm, I'm highly competitive. So truth, truth be told, yeah, there's elements of, of me wanting to compete and push myself to that next level. But no, I built this a hundred percent because I don't like working in big gyms. And you know, Ryan, if you want to tell people that you lift more than me, good for you. Cause that doesn't really matter to me. So <laughs> <laughs> the world, the world now knows the world knows. Uh, w one of the things that um, that, you know, I'm I'm just super grateful for with you that that I think I want other people to know is uh, that unequivocally, no matter time of day, what you're doing, what I'm doing, what the need is like you show up 100 percent of the time with 100 percent of you. And that is so rare like so rare um we're all distracted we're all busy we're all whatever right but like when when you're talking about this stuff i like it it just gets me jacked up because i know you live it and i know you pour that into other people and i love that about you and i need other people to know that about you well you just gave me chills that's maybe one of the coolest nicest biggest compliments that anybody's ever said uh to me uh, and I don't think you've ever said that in the way that you just did to me before. So uh, first of all, thank you. Um, and and I think that that's what I try to do for myself. And that's what I try to help other people do is recognize that, right, we need to be where our feet are. We need to be able to look down and calibrate and recognize that with all the things going on in our life, if we truly want to accomplish everything that's important to us and balance family and community and friends and work and hobbies and all this other stuff, it's not about work-life balance, about work-life integration and the only way we can effectively do that is to give 100% attention to what's right in front of us. Speaking of, tell the world who my favorite Bogart is. Well, I don't know what happened, but it's definitely his wife, Ashley, whom I also love. And Brian Bogart. I just love you, man. Thank you for being on 15 Minutes with Friends. Thank you for being the first guest for stumbling through with me. Even though you weren't stumbling, I was. Uh, and we're going to be back Friday with another one of my friends, uh, Jeff Rothenberg, 
Uh, we both learn from Brian every single day. So thanks for listening to 15 Minutes with Friends. Thank you.